Cup Club Bar with today's edition of the Cup Club Podcast. I'm Digital Bacon. Joining me in the bar today is, of course, Chewbacca back of course, and dude, Flex again. Bunny. Hello. Oh, sorry? He's back again? Bunny, he's back again? Alec. Yes, I'm back again. Wait, is, is he a regular now? Confirmed? It's a back-to-back-to-back. Back back. Is he confirmed regular? Part of the gang? So, Chew, this is Bunny's final test today. Oh, okay, okay. The final okay. audition. And that is, he's got to play a game first. We need to see the bunny skill. Both men, you're watching him right now. And Buns, what game are you playing today, my dude? Playing Doom Eternal. Oh. Playing, uh, yeah. That, that, well, that's it. I can't really say more about it. <laughs> isn't gonna, this the game? We're going to kill some demons. Isn't th this the game about 2020? Yeah, pretty much. This is like, oh. this is what happens after COVID is gone. Oh, sick. You can't wait. Spoiler alert for everyone uh, watching on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, look at that. That's Earth. That's right, right there, dude. So, Great. I haven't actually played this game yet. I, I've downloaded it, Buns, because, you know, Game Pass, uh, Bethesda got bought out by Microsoft, didn't they? Oh, so, all those games yeah. are on there. I've got this oh, downloaded. So, there, there, there might have been a little cheeky point earlier on before the podcast where I said, you know what, can you go back to the start? Purely because I don't want spoilers myself. And you, you were quite a way in, weren't you? No, not really. Oh. But it's alright. I mean, you, I you, even say you, you were a little bit in there. Well, yeah, I mean, a little bit in there. Still, it would have probably been a bit of spoilers, but hey, man. I did, well, I did, uh, I did watch you stream it. Yeah, you that's true. This game. Gonna go for the new experience, you know? New experience? Want to see. I, see want to a, I see you have a weird skin, though. You have like a weird yeah, like, we yellow hot rod skin. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not the actual Doom guy, but still. It's still not the actual Doom guy, but hey, man, he, he repainted his suit. It's alright. He chimp pimping, as they say, right? And mm. I actually really do not like this I'm suit chipping. purely because whilst in multiplayer, it'd look really cool, won't it? But in single player where you can only see your hands, you've just got like piss yellow gloves. It's yeah. not that good. It did look a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely true. Uh. I also usually prefer the, the normal scanners in any game. When I mm. play a game, I prefer the normal, how they're supposed to look. Mm. I don't That's know. opinion. Because I, I I loved the first or I'm um, you know quote unquote the first Doom game like the the first of this new generation of Doom you know where they've modernised mm -hmm. it I loved the unicorn of death skin where it was a pink fucking unicorn Doom guy and okay, it was okay. dope as fuck because it just looks so stupid and I am so down for that you know yeah but like would you say it's better than the actual skin though or do you, would you prefer the normal skin like it looks better. Because I, I think the normal skin is there for a reason, because that's how they envision the character, and the rest is there for memes, like the hot rod skin. Okay, I get you, I get you. Mm, yeah, if... if mm, no, then if... There is that sort of part you, you of meaning this guy. It, It's yeah, the same as, like, you know, time. when you're playing Call of Duty, or... I, I guess this is a good point to talk about, you know, like, uh, skins which you can buy DLC and all of that, because... Everyone loves customization within games, don't they? And yeah. I don't think I'm wrong if, like, in Smash, who uses the base, like, the original skin in Smash? Because... Me? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say... Me, I'm me, I'm I, I always ones. change up the colors. I'm there going, no, Chew, if you were playing Mario, you're going for that Waluigi skin color, right? You know, the purple? For Mario? Yeah. No, I, I would either play... No, Mario's got Wario. It's Luigi that's got oh, uh, Luigi. Waluigi, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about it, dude. I, I, I think I would play normal Luigi because I prefer normal Luigi, but that, that's me, dude. It's my opinion, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, I do think it's different in a game like Smash than in uh, a game where it's all about customization. 
Because the only reason it's in Smash is because you can distinguish one another. Mm. One, you know. That's fair. You know, everyone to, everyone to themselves. If you prefer, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, Wedding Mario, then play Wedding Mario. But I prefer just the normal character because that's how I know the character. I think that's... I mean, it's the reason why it's the most well-known character there is, isn't it, dude? Everyone knows the red hat guy. So, is that why, just to take a little tangent, in Rocket League, you want to collect all the cars, but you don't care about, say, the wheels and decals and that? Mm-hmm. Alright. Well, it's mostly because I think the car, the cars change the most, like, mm. in a visual way. And, I mean, even in gameplay way, because of different hitboxes, you know? But still, like, I just... I like having different cars because they look different than a decal. I don't know. A decal is always limited to the colors you have. I think you can do so much more of new cars than a new decal. Mm. Fun fact, I have over 120 cars in Rocket League, by the way, viewers. Isn't that crazy? That like, is. Got, not gonna lie. Yeah, dude. I've got every car at least once, dude. Except for the the, the partnership that they recently had. It was 10 euros for just one car. It was a bit too much for me. Oh, the, the Ford Raptor. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. Bit, bit too expensive oh, for my liking. Like, no. Sorry, the F-150. The big question is, do you have the Battle Boss? Uh, the Rocket Boss, you mean? Or the Battle Boss? Oh, the, oh, of course, like the Battle Boss, yeah. Nice. Of the Battle Boss. Okay. Dude, I was grinding for it, dude. I was like, you know what, this is a meme <laughs> vehicle, dude, I need to get it. And then it turned out to also be really OP, apparently, back on told me. Because it had, like, a new hitbox or something. Um, is it still OP or not? Not OP, but oh. it, it's like only the Battle Boss and the Merc share that hitbox, so it's very Sick. unique. And actually, pros are starting to, like, pros will use the Merc, and the Battle Bus is still, like, a meme car, because it's the Battle mm -hmm. Bus, but yeah, yeah. the hitbox is just as valid, right? Yeah, it's the same car, it's, it's the same different. car, yeah, it's just different skin. <laughs> when I was doing, when I first played Rocket League, for, like, the, the first, uh, I said, year, maybe even longer, uh, I didn't even realize they had different hitboxes. <laughs> and I was just playing the game, having fun, you, you were playing Rocket League back in, like, 2015, 2016, weren't you? So... Yeah. Back then, all the cars had different hitboxes. Them being, like, um, uniform as such, you know, them being... Um, ha there there's only four, I think five actually, uh, different hitboxes, and all the cars mm -hmm. just share them. That was back in 2017, I think that change was made. So, yeah, like, back when yeah. you played, you just didn't realize that. I think... Uh, I mean, even now, I don't really... Notice the difference. The difference is so small that, and like I'm not a pressure player anyways, mm -hmm. so I don't think people like me and you will not really notice the difference. It, it, it's more probably a mental thing, I think, at our level. That's what I, I think because I, I never but really notice the difference. You, you surely can feel the difference between like an Octane and a Batmobile, right? Like they play very differently, but the uh, Merc to Octane, I could get, I could feel you there, yeah. Oh, this is a small difference to me, dude. And you know me, I, I like to uh, press the randomize button and get a new car every time I play Rocket League, so... And I'm doing pretty well. I'm, I'm C2, so I don't think there's anything wrong with that, dude. Mm. Oh, is that a, a big demon over there? That's kind of crazy. That's yeah, a big demon, dude. Okay, okay. Oh. Is it a good this game is beautiful, by the way. Like, because all the f effects that, like, the smoke and particles, it's yeah. just crazy what they've done with this. And it runs so well, doesn't it, as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it does. I mean, even on the Switch, it runs well. Which is a big fear. Like, it's pretty hard to do that on the Switch, dude. And they managed to do it with still good graphics. Have you had a chance to play Apex Legends yet? I have not. On the Switch? I'm, ah. I'm not really, I'm not really a Battle Royale guy. Yeah. The only Battle Royale player is Tab G, which is free to play on Steam, if everyone's interested. It's a really good game. Please uh, give it a try. 
Totally so I, I was just asking because it was Panic Button that did the port for this over to the Switch. And they also mm -hmm. did Rocket League and they did uh, Apex Legends. And oh. Apex Legends, you wouldn't choose to play it on the Switch if that makes sense. But the fact yeah. that you can play it is pretty darn cool. And I mean, even Rocket League, when it was released, I, I remember playing it because I, I, I bought it for some reason on the Switch. It, it was running really bad, from, in my opinion, at, least at the start. I mean, I appreciate even technology because they did a lot of, uh, lot of uh, changes to the game to make it run smoother. Mm. It, the game runs fine now, like quote unquote fine, um, in single get. player. <laughs> but as soon as you try and play like two player, heck, four player, I don't think you can even play. It just no, oh. just just it gives up on life really. <laughs> but the fact that you can play Rocket League on a small little console like that. Just makes me think. Why did they move? Uh, you know, new Rocket League game, uh, sides, mm -hmm. uh, sideswipe. Why yeah. did they make a whole brand new game for that instead of trying to port it on over towards mobile? Because I bet you, like the the new iPhones, new Samsung Galaxies are more powerful mm -hmm. than Nintendo Switch. Yeah, but do you think it, it would be nice to play on a phone? I doubt it's going to be playable on your phone, like normal Rocket League. In a 3D, 3D uh, space it, it, aerial, it's going to be impossible on a phone, dude. I don't know, because when you look at everything that's going on with games right now, with cloud gaming, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I've, I've given it a try. I've played a little bit of uh, Frostpunk. Admittedly, it's not Rocket League in a high active game, but it's still a PC game through and through. I played mm -hmm. that uh, with touch controls on my phone, and I've got a pretty crap phone in the sense of i bought it for 150 quid like two years ago so i don't ever yeah. buy expensive phones because it, they're not yeah. for me right don't need them um but it, they played very well <laughs> and i was super surprised so mm -hmm. and you're seeing now all these expansions like you know the razor phone lg rest in peace their phone department and they've now stopped making phones but their, oh. One of their last phones was a gaming phone. Asus have got one as well, where the whole point is that you can have, like, Switch-like add-ons. Uh, you put them into the USB port in the phone and can mm -hmm. basically have your phone become a Switch if you want it to. And so yeah. the mobile game industry is the biggest out of any of the gaming industries. <laughs> on yeah, don't forget yeah, but, I mean, always pushing that phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's so many need add-ons plays normally like it was in the switch so i don't really see it. like i'm not or, gonna buy an add-on for my phone no but what lot, like that's because that's more of a comfortability aspect if you look the like any bluetooth uh, controller take the mm -hmm. heck even the P like ps3 controller can work with your phone okay so you can just hook that in um yeah but like I've... i don't know anyone who's gonna play mobile games at home, they only played when I when I travel somewhere, you know. So I don't really see why you would uh, want it on your phone, because you probably prefer it on your console or uh, I guess the Switch. It's more that portability like aspect to it, though. And like, if you look at e even to the Switch, right? Having mm -hmm. a small little controller is way better than the Joy Cons. Like, I I love the uh, what's it? Not uh, <laughs> the eight bit dough. What is it? SM30 Pro Plus. I love that controller through and through, but they also make like smaller SNES-style controllers for like 2D games and that. And they're super portable, like to the point you could just put them in your pocket 
and it yeah, would I mean, be an I mean, issue. It's the same as the Joy-Con, isn't it? You can put it in your pocket. Yeah. You can put one the screen on your left pocket and the, the Joy-Con on your right pocket. Mm. And it's not easy portable, but like... I don't know, it, just, I don't, it doesn't seem worth it to me to uh, have a controller with me just to play a game on my phone. Yeah, but my phone it's is more the point device. of you've already got your phone on you. So just to can carry around a small little controller that's not bigger than a passport, for example. Maybe it's a little bit bulkier, but mm -hmm. it's that sort of size. It, and you just want to play a game. Say you're over your girlfriend's house, of course. You're, you're just chilling there, whatever. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? Let, let's get a little uh, couple of games of... I'm just thinking of the Microsoft Cloud stuff because to me that makes the most sense gaming-wise these days is you can have full AAA games on your phone instead of Raid Shadow Legends, which, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's like, a good game, man. It, it's <laughs> not going to... Yeah, it's a fine game. It, it's what it is. But for me, that's not... I'm not a big mobile gaming fan. I mm -hmm. would rather have that controller. I would rather play an emulator of, like, uh, Ooh, old okay. SNES risky. games. Risky. Yeah. Risky man. <laughs> I, I own those right games, now. <laughs> so it's fine. That, that's the way it should work. Nintendo <laughs> looking for your location right now, dude. <laughs> should I said that, man? That's a bit of a... It's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, dude. And, and next we're going to pull a live, dude. Oh, man. Background is gone, guys. This is me and Bunny left. Man, even Bunny. It's a well, even then, if you guys... Oh, oh, that thing's so cute. I love him. He wants to rip your head off. Um, you have you seen the sort of like new rise in little small portable emulator devices that are trying to uh, be like the size of an old Game Boy Advance or a DS, yet you can play everything up to like the N64 on them? I have not seen them, but it doesn't surprise me. Because hmm. because emulating is really big, especially in Nintendo, of course, which also uh, what we're meaning about the whole uh, Nintendo Ninja situation. Mm-hmm. Because uh, if you find out, dude, you, you can be in trouble, dude, big trouble. <laughs> so, I, but what you Nintendo is a weird one because every single other company is like, you know what, let it be. It, it's mm -hmm. just Nintendo being Nintendo, and I, they, they've I mean, surely they're, got they're, a right old to fashioned. It. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not not in the wrong, but it's just that they don't have to do it. But it's, it's not, not like they're doing anything illegal or anything <laughs> that's not like weird. It's just that they want to protect their old IPs probably because they want to make mm. good money from it. You know, I, I, I get it when it comes plans. down to stuff that they're currently actually putting out, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. NES and SNES games, I sort of get if they're on the Switch uh, online, you know, service, you can get a Nintendo Switch online, then you get some NES and SNES games. Yeah. If they're offering them, I can understand that, yeah. It, it shouldn't be because it for me it's more about the preservation of old games and being able to play those old games so mm -hmm. nintendo offering a way to play them i can get nintendo getting angry at it but when it comes to let's just say i i was about to say pokemon red but technically you can get a 3ds still even though they're no longer being manufactured they're still being sold aren't they um yeah, of course <laughs> but if it, if it comes to a game that's no longer able to be bought because, you know, it's 20-odd years old, like, when mm. you're looking at Pokemon uh, Red, you're looking closer to 24, 25 years? 25, yeah. Because this, uh, this year is currently a Pokemon, ain't it? Um, yo, Pokemon year, let's yo. go, anniversary! <laughs> Post Malone, Clay-Doh. Yeah, let's go. That Post Malone gig was actually quite good. If Nintendo <laughs> do that numerous times again with different celebs, I'll be down. 
Um, but yeah, <laughs> if, if they're not offering those games currently out, like you're seeing so many different devs put out, like the Sega collection, the Atari collection, mm -hmm. if they're not doing that, then I think emulation should be allowed because it's the way to play them. But if, you know, the Atari collection's out there and you go and try and emulate yeah. an Atari game, I've got no problem with Atari coming after you and being like, hey, this ain't right because you could play it. It's yeah. more about of an accessibility issue rather than, I guess, copyright in any form. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it's still, I guess you could see as, as piracy because, mm -hmm. you know, you didn't pay for it. But it's like a weird case because they're not offering you to buy it somewhere else. But like, it's not like they're in the wrong either, you know? It might look like a dickhead move that they're doing. Like, it mm -hmm. might look like a, a stupid move on their side, but I just think that uh, in general, it's really about protecting their old IPs, like to an extent where they, uh, it might sometimes be a bit uh, unnecessary, where they go too far out of the way to protect it. Mm. And I also think it's stupid because they can, they can make so much more money if they actually make those games uh, accessible on the Switch, you know, because I'm pretty sure a lot of people would still buy it if they could play it on the Switch. But they could buy it. Yeah. Like I said, I, I don't think... So, is that the same for you guys? Uh, I'm not trying to <laughs> fess up or, you know, get you in the shit or anything, because right. my best example of that would be uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 1, right? Mm -hmm. On the Wii, yeah. that was impossible to get a hold of. Like, Atari, I think it was, did the publishing for it, and, mm -hmm. or they did, like, not the publishing, but they uh, did the publishing in America and Europe. So Nintendo yeah. published the game in Japan, and then Atari were just sort of like contracted to bring it over here and uh, do the translation and handle that aspect of it. But it was just so rarely put out. that I don't think they even, you know, made in Europe and America a million copies between the two constants, which yeah. is nothing, right? So yeah. I can remember being... Um, at that time, like 18 years old or whatever, probably even younger. And mm -hmm. if I wanted to get a copy of the game, I'd be having to fork out like 150 quid, which for 16 year old babies is just it's not, yeah, not possible. So I didn't get it. Uh, and I actually emulated it when the Wii U was around, like years and years Ooh. later. The 3DS came out. Mm -hmm. And the version of it came podcast. out. The <laughs> yeah, definitive one. It's a nice chopping block, dude. No, yeah. no, no, no. It's like, it'll come, it will out come around. No, because I'm, I'm quite... I think, like, this is a big problem within the industry, so I'm going to put mm -hmm. it out there. So no, 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 the 3DS version comes around, but it's one of, like, I want to say the only three or so games available in Europe which were only for the new 3DS, which... It's still an issue today, you know, with like all this thing about the new Switch and yeah. everyone's worried that you're going to get new Switch exclusives. Mm -hmm. That'll be cringe. That, that's the reason why, is that game. So I actually bought that game without realizing, putting it into my regular 3DS and was like, why can't I play this? Had to get a <laughs> refund. <laughs> as soon as it came out on the Switch, I bought the shit out of that game launch day. I So it's a big problem with accessibility, even with modern games not only mm -hmm. old games that i think a lot of fans want to do right you know there's also wait like a lot of people saying with indie games or you know even triple a games they're fine pirating them if they like the game then they'll buy them it's sort of in the same vein as you know with steam you get the yeah. two hour sort of uh, return window right 
So it's people mm -hmm. just sort of doing that, but off their own backs. Now, not everyone's going to be so white knight about it, you know, that and following through with those rules. But I reckon there is a significant number of people and uh, that will follow through and buy the game if they enjoy it. But also, if you give those availabilities, others will come on board to it. Well, I think the majority is not going to buy the game ever. I think it's going to keep playing a free version. Yeah, like it's, it's piracy, like yeah. I already said it before. Like, I feel like people who are pirating in the first place uh, probably can't uh, spare a lot of money anyways. Mm -hmm. So they, they prefer to just get paid free and you know, if you do like it, they're probably just going to keep playing for free. I don't know if uh, Bonnie has anything to add to this, but... I mean, I've... I don't want to put myself out there because it's a well, well, podcast already. Okay, but yes. We all know I'm... that you don't uh, do any... Uh, what? Uh, what do you call it? Uh, the thing we've been talking about the whole time. Piracy? Oh, Emulating. Piracy. Emulating, yeah. I'm pretty sure Bonnie... I, I mean, emulate. yeah, Pokemon, right? You, yeah, on your phone. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if I even if I did some emulation, yeah, you, 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 you did it, dude. Yeah, I mean, and, um, it was it was alright, but you know the the thing is, I used to do a lot of piracy. I mean, come on, <gasps> there were a shit ton of games that everyone wanted to play. Yeah, you were fourteen, you didn't have five hundred, you know, euros to spend on all those games, so you just pirated Ooh, them. Big money. But I do. Well, have to well say, it depends. I think yeah, it, 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 it did depend because if there was actual, like, if there was an actually oh, a game where um where I would be like, yo, this is actually good, I I had it where I bought a, a pirated game and then I looked at it, I was like, well, this is an actual good game. You know what? I might as well just buy it because it these days, oh, pirated games are way better, but. 2014 era if you if you like got a pirated game you would have mm -hmm. a very big problem with just the fps like Crack it would Minecraft. always be crap fps well that's because <laughs> the anti-piracy measures and all of that you yeah. know so yeah if you had a beast pc you could probably like hmm. maybe get a solid 60 fps but i mean <laughs> i was more talking about it depends like if it's an old game i think it's fine because if it don't really yeah i mean if it's an old game i don't even mind at all because look if you really want to play this game, let's say with the Pokemon that I uh, emulated on my phone, like I really wanted to play it, but hey, it's you can't hard survive. to get. Yeah. Um, what you think I'm gonna sit there like with a with a Game Boy? It isn't that bad, but like uh, you know, I'm on, mm. I'm on school. I just want to have it on my phone. It's uh, a convenient release, right? Like I said, I it's accessibility. It. Your yeah. old like take for example uh, the Pokemon Gold, Silver, and Crystal. Those carts are near enough all dead right now because the batteries mm -hmm. inside them yeah, yeah, yeah. means that the timer has it's just no longer working. Which I mean, I time was a massive part of those games YouTube because you had night and day cycle. Um, I did see on YouTube that you can actually like reset the battery. I don't know how, but you there can is replace a the batteries yeah. in them. But I mean, just put it there. That is not. I would argue an easy thing to do for normal oh, people. Oh no, not at all. It's not, not well. It, I, it would actually be quite easy, but it's just more for the common person to open up a game cart. You know, get in in with text. It's like how people say, "Oh, building a PC is it easy?" It's like just putting yeah. adult Lego together. Yes and no. Like if you know what you're doing, you should be able to do it. If you've got tutorials there, but to the a common person. That's daunting to put a PC together, isn't it? And knowing which parts work with each other. So mm -hmm. it's the same with opening up even, you know, just a game cart to replace a battery. Just 
make it accessible. And like I said, I can be a little bit on the bench there because uh, like emulating should only be okay if you've got a copy of that game. But then the issue comes in, what if that copy's not available? Well, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna say, I think it's a di different, like, there's, there's two different kind of, I guess, emulating. You also have emulating where you emulate a new game, which I think is mm -hmm. just piracy, that is wrong. Yep. There's no need to do it with a new game. If it's like an old game, which is hard to get, like, I don't know, uh, like if getting an N64 with Mario Kart 64 is pretty hard to get nowadays, isn't it? So, yep. like, if you want to emulate that game, that's fine, because that game is not really going to earn you know, any money nowadays anyways. But I think it's wrong to take away the money for uh, a game company because it's, it's so many people working on that game that you know, mm -hmm. have to, I guess, live from the money they earn from the games eventually because if they don't earn enough money, then they might cut some people off and they lose their job. So I think it's wrong if you do it to a new game, but an old game which doesn't really give any money to them anyways anymore, then I think it's fine. Well, it gives zero money to him. If anything, you'll give him money to someone that's reselling. Nintendo's not seeing yeah, any of that. Yeah, they put it on that, there, so, and then yeah. you get an ad fly, and then they get some money. Yeah, so so yeah. I think then it's fine to emulate an old game. Mm. Like I said, new games that just share the piracy, and I think it's just wrong, because you know, people have to live from those, those sales. And, you know. and off the same vein, what then if, say, just take Mario Kart 64, you can't currently play that on the Switch, if mm -hmm. that was to become available on the Switch, how would you feel about emulating the N64 version of it? So you're not pirating the Switch version. Uh, whether that just be a straight-up port, like an emulator there, how would you like feel a... about that in that case? Isn't I Mario mean... 64 the game that you can actually play on Switch? Uh, yeah. Mario Kart 64, I yeah, thought okay. you said. Yeah, so. but, yeah, I mean, I was going to say, like, you already have this case of what Bunny said, the whole 3D All-Star pack anyways, if you think mm -hmm. about it. Because a lot of people said, I'm not going to spend any money, I'm just going to it all on, on my PC. And I, I mean, if you want to do it, go for it, dude. But I, I still think it's a bit wrong because they are offering you a way to, you know, mm -hmm. buy it. Well, I not mean, anymore. I, it, it's hard case. <laughs> well, not anymore now, but like, it, it's, a, it's a hard case. And I don't know. Let's just... say it was out there. The option was there. It was there for six months. But then again, like, some people were talking about, uh, uh, I mean, the whole point was to fit people into buying it, of course. Like, I'm pretty sure you already talked about this last last weekend, yeah, yeah, so yeah, don't have to go too much into detail. But they they, they do they, they do every anniversary pretty much. They they bring a, bring a game out for a short time, then they remove the game because it's supposed to be anniversary, you know. And then unfortunately to buy it. So I guess if you still want to emulate the old version, I guess go for it because it's not like they're really working into the, the version anymore. Because mm. this version was a uh, kind of an upscale, and also it's easier for because I bought it because I, I want to play those games on my Switch at some point. No, and I think it's easier to have them on Switch than having to emulate them or uh, get my Wii out to play uh, Galaxy. Mm -hmm. That's why I bought it because I think it's easy to take along with me. That's fair, and I think that's also it. Like the ease of it, like you were saying, Buns, emulating a Pokemon game on your phone. Like, so you don't have to carry around a Game Boy Advance, which or I a know. DS or whatever, which you already have. You've already got the copy of the game, but when it's going to run pretty much as well on your phone, it's just an ease factor. You've already bought it, mm -hmm. you've already got the rights to play it, so there shouldn't be an issue if you choose to download it onto another thing. It's the same with, like... So, I know when it comes to PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2 and all of that, their only problem is the BIOS, is the actual hardware. That's where Sony comes into issue with that. So what you got to do is flash your own console's BIOS 
onto a emulator to get it to run. Uh, you can naturally, of course, go download a BIOS, but that's the illegal part of it because and again playing a game that you don't know is illegal but the rom's going to be the rom because it's just a flash of the image uh of the files on the disc that that's as long as you own a copy of that disc you're fine there in say yeah. sony's eyes but then you've also got a flash your version like what was on your ps1 to the emulator if you're getting one off the internet that's illegal there which i agree with wholeheartedly because that's you taken across your own system the problem that still stands, though, about the uh, preservation, because what if you're, let's say, a 14-year-old kid right now that's getting into retro games, you're mm -hmm. not old enough to be around when the PS1 was around. Like, your first console at 14 was probably, what, a Wii? <laughs> Wii U? <laughs> uh, the Wii was probably there at, like, five years old, right? So, 3DS. 3DS. Yeah. So those old consoles, even the Game Boy, the Game Boy Advance, are retro games to you how like how how do we go about getting those games to the younger generations because they've got just as much right to play it but naturally you look now to buy a n64 take that as the example mm -hmm. you're looking at about 200 quid online which is not cheap not accessible you're getting it second hand which you can't guarantee is going to work, you know, because you're buying secondhand. There's no regulated market. You're just going on eBay and trusting a seller there. So there's got to be a way for these game companies to give those retro games in a good fashion other than Nintendo with the FOMO 3D All-Stars collection, right? No, but like, like I said earlier, the FOMO was for every uh, anniversary. They're just, yeah. like, it's an exclusive deal. But still, like, it's up to, it's up to the developers of those games to uh, sell, sell them again and like I said I don't understand why they're not doing it because clearly there's a big market to it and a lot of people would still buy it when their old uh, old games get ported to the Switch you mm -hmm. know like I don't think anyone's going to complain if they actually bring that uh, I think what's on the Wii U as well that emulator uh, app thing where you can emulate multiple games on, on the Wii U but you could buy on the Wii U like I think everyone would mm -hmm. like that because then, then you could play games like um, My Party 1 on your Switch you know, I, I think it's only good for the everyone. Wii U and 3DS were fantastic for emulation on them. Yeah. Like that Nintendo offered, weren't they? It seems the Switch is lacking that things, which is weird because, like I said, there's probably big money in it for them as well. Unlike the same, I guess, could be said about the whole... Uh, because, uh, of course, it all went wrong during the whole uh, Smash uh, Melee uh, uh, drama. Mm -hmm. They also made it to go online and stuff. Like, Nintendo could probably make so much more money if they made it their own servers where they could play Melee and stuff online. I guess on another, you know? Uh, it's just weird to me that I'm not looking into it, doing that stuff. Did you guys hear about, I think it was uh, Super Mario World or something on the uh, Wii U, where they'd actually used a corrected or, like, you know, somewhat altered ROM which was a fan-made one online. So they had literally, for their emulated version, their official one on the system, they had mm -hmm. stolen it technically from an, a fan-altered <laughs> site. So yeah. even Nintendo there themselves, it is clearly a money issue for Nintendo rather than, you know, goodwill letting fans do it. Because if they're happy, because they just see that as their own property, right? If mm -hmm. they're happy to, like, basically take, like, download it from a third-party website 
then clearly it's just got to be about money, yet they're not actually capitalized upon it. So it's it, it almost feels like a child with their toys, you know, and they're in the daycare sense, they're in nursery, whatever, and mm-hmm. they're currently playing with the little Tonka truck, uh, the little tractor, and then they put it down. Another kid comes along and picks it up, and then suddenly Nintendo turns around and goes, no, that's my toy. I was playing with that. No, you weren't. Yes, I was. I want it back now. And it just feels like greed through and through. I mean, it's funny because uh, when you think about uh, Mario 3 5 also for the anniversary, mm-hmm. it's already been done before by a fan. And they, they, they took it down themselves because there was like this whole Mario Royale thing going on. And mm-hmm. it wouldn't surprise me if they just took the idea. Like, hey, it's actually a pretty good idea. Let's, let's do it ourselves. I wouldn't surprise me if they did that. <laughs> and it's one of those where you, you see it within other companies generally from modern like take a look at mine uh i was about to say minecraft modern but yeah yeah but also uh, minecraft, minecraft yeah. modern is a big one skyrim and fallout uh for bethesda games where modern modders for those games t- can then use that as a portfolio to get other jobs nintendo mm-hmm. just absolutely seemed to hate on it for like the theft of their property as they see it and i feel like you should try and embrace it and you know, do like use goodwill. It's not always about piracy as such, but like I said, the accessibility aspect to it, or when it comes to modding, it's just trying to. You love the game so much that you want to add on, and especially when it even comes down to just to take Skyrim as the example, uh, patch mods where they fix the game for them. Like they are fantastic, and that's purely the modders aren't making them for money they, they, they're, they're not looking for money it's just pure love of the game and that should be yeah. cherished by developers because they should they've got to just look at it and go these guys love what we put out so much that they're even willing to sort of see past the the bugs and purposely go out their own way so that other people don't have to deal with those bugs they're mm-hmm it's not about doing our job for us but it's just that they're wanting to improve the experience because they want this game to be the best it can be and that yeah. is just that's got to be a door that can't be shunned i don't know i don't really have anything to say about uh like it seems that uh that the, i guess good developers just use those models for their own benefit mm. because clearly those mods People like those mods, and you know, adding them into your extra game is good for everyone. Like you can look at Minecraft; like they added horses because a mod with horses, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think with Nintendo, they, they've always, always been old-fashioned, because I, I think it's not until recently until they actually allowed uh, videos on YouTube. Before that, they removed all your videos if you weren't partnered with Nintendo. You know, I think it was in 2018 where they switched to everyone can now post uh, Nintendo-related videos. Yeah, I remember that. But before that, you, you got uh, your video taken down for having Nintendo video and not being part of Nintendo. So it just seems that Nintendo team, I don't know, like, I mean, it's, it's, of course, like, the games are good and probably not developers, it's usually not the developers who are doing it, it's just this whole other team. And I've been told that apparently the Nintendo of America team is probably apparently the worst team in uh, about this stuff. And it just seems like really old-fashioned about, uh, about uh, copyright. Well, remember and... when they first let everyone, like they took it away from their very select list 
of Nintendo uh, content creators, when they put it out mm -hmm. to everyone, you ha yeah. uh, you had to go sign up and basically become part of a program where Nintendo got half of your earnings from it. Yeah. Which... See, so... Like, it, it just only proves the point that there is mm. really, really old-fashioned about how they handle the copyright and stuff. I, I don't know if you can even call it old-fashioned because there are so many... Like, th that, for me, is a brand new thing. I think it's just nintendo continuously looking for money and in so many ways like we shun ea and ubisoft right when nintendo mm. are doing some things that are worse the only problem is that's their i guess marketing business department yeah, it's, it's a different that's team with that, it because yeah. the actual games themselves are spectacular from nintendo aren't they i get you can argue with uh ports and remakes like take um the Wii ports that, like Pikmin 3, whatever, come into mm -hmm. the Switch and it's a direct port, yet it still costs 60 bucks. And you're just like, is, is that really okay? But that's that's part of that sort of business to turn uh, to reapply these games. That's not the developers themselves, because that's a yeah. fantastic game, nonetheless. The original guys that made it did a fantastic job. So Nintendo's in this weird case of you love them for the games they make but hate them for their business strategies, which is so odd right now. I mean, I feel like Nintendo just knows how much the games are worth. Like, they know that games are good, so they can just put a high price on it because, you know, people pay, buy it anyways. Mm. And especially with the whole Pikmin 3, I think that's mostly because it was ports from the Wii U, and the only reason it did ports is because the Wii U sold so poorly, and the Switch is selling so much better than... <laughs> uh, almost all their consoles at this point, so they have 80 million uh, sold copies, so... I think they just want to, you know, resell their games that were... I mean, they were still good games, they were just on a shit console, you know? Yeah. Well, take uh, Mario Kart 8 okay. Deluxe, right? They, yeah, they've just broke the uh, record. And that's just Deluxe, not the original Wii U, uh, yeah. the Wii U version. That's just the Switch version, which is now the best-selling uh, racing game in American history. That's mm -hmm. crazy. And that that's a port of... Like, what, Mario Kart 8 is technically... I want to say it came out in 2012? So that uh, makes it nearly nine years old. I think it was maybe... I think it was 2014, but I could be wrong. Might have been. 2012 or what? Mario Kart 8? 8? Nah, yeah, nah, nah, nah. 2012, yeah. I was still playing 7. 2014, okay, so I it guess, might man. be 2014. Like, the Wii I mean, U's weird because it was in between, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and the Wii was a weird face to it, but... Like I said, still good games, and I think ports are not really a bad thing, anyways. Because no. why would I buy a port for, uh, let's say, Mario 3D Land or 3D World? Because I already played the full game. I'm not going to buy it again. Same with Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, and like I don't mind them making a 60 uh, full price because you know it's still the same game, it's still a good game. But a lot of people didn't have to buy, didn't have the chance to play it because the Wii U was so, so bad. Only like 70 million copies sold. So I don't think selling it for full price is really bad. Same with Pikmin 3 because. Mm. Why would you and I buy the same game we already played before? And let's be honest here, it's not well, like Pikmin is really a game you want to play multiple times. I've so did it once. This comes into a point where I want to praise what Sony are doing with the PS5 and to some extension what Microsoft are doing with uh, the new Series X stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's the upgrade path. If you bought the game on PS4, you get it on PS5. Buns, yeah. like, you're, you're the one here with the PS5. Yeah. So, Ooh, okay. when you got the PS5, right? Yeah. How, like, how many of your games were just straight up able to be played? 
on the PS5? Um, well, I haven't really tested it. I only know Ghost of Tsushima. That's Ooh. the only one I know. I know for All a right. fact that I just instantly got an upgrade uh, version of that. Um, um, I'm pretty sure... I won't say Far Cry. I have it, but I haven't tested it. But I wouldn't be surprised if that also, like, is option. Uh, if the option is there for me. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there are a lot of big games you could... Yeah, a lot, a lot yeah. of big games went over, so yeah. it, it is all right. Yeah. I mean, of, of course it's a good thing. There's nothing you can say about it. Like, I, I mean, like, it's good. It's good. Like, it's fun if you still want to play it, but if you already played it, like, yeah. I mean, you got it for PS5. It's all right. It's, you know, runs yeah, a bit better, yeah. but I already played it. But, but it's, it's, but a good it's thing more the point it. that you don't have to yeah, buy yeah, it again on no, the PS5 yeah. if you want to play it, because I'd imagine, what, your PS4 is now just, like... Sitting in a cupboard somewhere, or is nah, on still the, the TV same downstairs? It's, it's, a... nah, it's still in the same spot because the PS5 won't fit there. That thing is oh. uh, <laughs> chunky. Is yeah, very but chunky, you, you yeah. don't have any intention to power it up. No, right? no, no. Yeah, not at all. So in Might two years' away, time, but... when naturally the PS4 is it, still going, but I mean you're on the PS5 right now, so you're not buying any yeah, PS4 games, right? So two no. years' time, when you've just decided to clean it away. You and you want to play a PS4 game from the sounds of how Sony yeah. wants this to be played, you've just got it there on the PS5, which is yeah. great, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's great. But the thing, the thing that you can see is like all the um, all the free games that they're doing like the, in the months, mm -hmm. you know, with PlayStation Plus. Those games are like pretty much all PS4 games, but they're all uh, they all ported them for PS5, so that's good. Uh, you can see that pretty much all the games are getting there like days gone mm. got an upgrade god of war um control that one game i don't know also free now but uh yeah, yeah it's good that they're doing it because some of the games i haven't played and i wouldn't like if they didn't do it i wouldn't i really wanted to play them but i'm not gonna buy a ps4 like yeah. use my ps4 for them yeah i mean someone like me because i like i never really owned a ps4 myself it would be crazy good deal because i can play all the like classics from ps4 yeah, definitely a good deal. So like that was wasn't probably was the biggest reason for me to buy a PS5 because you know you can and play new games and play the old games that I never played before uh, because I, like I said I didn't own a PS4 myself. I will say you have to have what's it PS Plus to have access yeah. to all of these, which yeah. for it's me it, service, it? it's not so not to just be there like sony are all good you know we're not fanboys when you think because this is that's clearly a marketing strategy right because that's, but it's one we want to praise yeah but it's like different because you have ps plus and then you'll get some good games like mm -hmm. very good games somehow i didn't really expect it when i bought it and then you have the playstation um membership that's like the one where you get all the games uh, so there's like two different ones actually isn't ps plus also i know there's ps the plus and ps now service. Yeah, PS Now, and that's PS Now has pretty much all the PS4 games. So you would have to buy that separately. So I've got PS Now, because of course on the PS4, and it's very hit and miss, and it is still very much locked into PS4. Like if you've got PS Now yeah, on yeah, the PlayStation 5, because great. my little brother has PlayStation 5, uses the same accounts because you can. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that's another thing where Sony are absolutely fine with people, like two people sharing the same account, um, because that's technically like their idea of a family is two different consoles in the same family. I mean, yeah, I mean, um, so Nintendo as well. I know yeah, it, it is legit the same as how Nintendo take it. So for the one 
that doesn't have it as their main account, you've got to be online at all times when using yeah. it, and you both can't be on this online at the same time whilst doing it. Yeah, you can. Yeah, um, you can. On not on the uh, not on the PS4 and PS5 stuff. Uh -oh. uh, Switch, you can, can't you? Um, yeah, you can. But the, basically, there was a big problem recently because uh, Borderlands 3 and that Avengers game that came out last summer, which was bad, whatever, um, <laughs> came out right. on PS Now. No. So yeah, they're it's, big it's games. It's actually decent now. Is it decent now? Uh, yeah, they actually updated a lot. So they're trying like to basically no fix moment. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fair. Hopefully that's them. worth them, the uh, play. Yeah, but um, at any rate, they came out on the uh, PS Now, but they're just the PS4 versions. So if you put them into your PS5, you can play them, but they're locked mm -hmm. to 1080p and all those qualities. So whilst those games are available on the PS5, they didn't put the PS5 version on the shop to download, which just seems very weird. And that's clearly a they they only bought the rights to the ps4 version for the platform you know so i'm wondering now so the playstation has two services like if the playstation plus and the playstation plus then those two different services right or, or the playstation plus and playstation now, now. playstation yeah, okay. now is like the xbox game pass yeah. and mm -hmm. playstation plus is just it's xbox like online. Gold. Yeah, yeah, online, online yes but they updated it so that you now also it's like a, a really small PS now, because you get God yeah. of War, uh, Days Gone, and well, that's only on games, the PS Five but... that you get those. Yeah, oh yeah, PS4, oh yeah. I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. you only get oh, them on PS Five. Well, yeah, it's probably like you know, a marketing stunt to. Yeah, yeah. it's instead. an incentive to get the PS Five. There wasn't a lot to yeah. do when yeah. I got the PS Five, and then I saw PS <laughs> Please Plus, and I was like, oh. I mean, it's similar time. A new console never has a lot of games on yeah. them. <laughs> I mean, switch no, on but the, this, this was only... really bad because if you, um, well, you had Miles Morales and yeah, it was short apparently. You told yeah, me. it was short, and I'm honestly like trying to think of what other game you could have bought at launch, but I feel like there isn't anything. Well, well, that's because then. both the Xbox and the uh, PS5, because uh, Xbox does the same with their gold, where they give out you know two games a month, just like PlayStation Plus does. Um, but they both came out during Corona, like, mm -hmm. you know, only half a year Corona ago times. now. So a lot of games got delayed right up until you're starting to see them released now. So their launches were probably the worst launches ever for a console, right? Because the games just all not... They, they did well oh. considering because stock issues, right? But the games that are there on launch mm -hmm. were not good. So by bringing back the last generation of games, which... The consoles have all the same architecture, just better hardware in them because consoles are now just glorified PCs, right? It makes yeah. perfect sense and it gives people a reason to buy them because you've got the same games, but now you can actually play them in 4K. You can now play them yeah. at 60 FPS. Even, I think, uh, some of the new options uh, in the latest update for the PS5 is that there's a possibility to play 120 FPS dependent on the game. Because yeah, it's yeah. now unlocked to that, and that's I, I a developer think, thing to do. I think it's all on CDs as well. If you had the Xbox uh, One X version, mm -hmm. you could either choose for 60 FPS, 4K, I think, or 120 FPS, uh, uh, 180p or something. I think it was something like that. So you, so you can still choose if you prefer for 4K or more FPS. Yeah, which, which is fantastic. Because it's still e even with. Um, 
even without the shortages that we're seeing right now across consoles, across mm -hmm. PC components, because face it, like if, if you think it's bad with uh, a PS5 or an Xbox right now, at least you can still get those at stock from uh, GameStop or whatever, or Amazon, whichever shop you want, because they're just not available at proper MSRP uh, for graphics yeah. cards, are they right now, or CPUs? Like, the fact that a 3060 is worth, like, 800 quid right now is ridiculous. That card's meant to go for 260, I think it is, off the top of my head. That's an insane markup. Mm -hmm. I know you can you still get scalpers on consoles, but yeah. Yeah, scalpers too, that's a whole They're different legit topic. having the best time of their life right now. Yeah. These corona times, dude. <laughs> Bought up everything there is. You know I mean, what? In some ways, records. I can't blame them. Like, it makes <gasps> sense to do it, right? Are you a scalper yourself, Bacon? No, nah, God, no. I've got no oh, reason to. Okay. Like, well, I, I'm not I desperate for money. But I could see if people were there doing it, yeah. I, I get it, if that makes sense. Oh, no. I, I, I think it's kind of nasty. Not oh, it's, it's, nasty. it's a dick it's move. Nasty, nasty, fruit, but I mean, yeah, it's a dick yeah. move. It is, sure. it is easy money. Like, easy yeah. money, but it's like... I don't know. It wouldn't drive me. It wouldn't drive me at all to just you know buy ten of them but just sell them for more money. I don't know. It just seems like like because but some people like don't have a lot of money anyways, and they really want to play the PS5, and then because of you, they can't buy it anymore mm -hmm. because they're all off the market, and now they have to buy a more expensive one in order to actually play it. I think that's uh, it's cringy. If you're a scalp, you're cringy. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. If you're not scalp, scalp listening, you're cringe. There you go. I said it. You said it. I said it. <laughs> well, it's true, dude. I, yeah, I, I, I don't want to be there. Like, circumstances can be different. Like, you know, a lot of people would have lost jobs during Corona and all of that. So if they're doing this as a way to get by. Well, I doubt I, it. Still a dick move. Yeah, I mean, it, it's still a no dick way... move nonetheless. But if it is literally so that you can live, I can abide by it. But that's because I'm not affected by it at all. I've got... You know, I'm I'm someone looking from the outside in. I've already got PC components. You know, a, a decent enough PC I got beforehand. I don't care about the PS5 personally. I'll probably buy one in like three years' time when they've got the second gen, like Sony do with yeah, their when consoles. Yeah, available. Yeah, Upgrade. and they're available. So for me, <laughs> it's not hurting. And I'm looking at this as someone going, yeah, if like you got laid off from your job during Corona, and this is now how you can get by and make an income yeah but i yeah. doubt people are doing it because of they lost their job exactly. i think it's people that want easy money and th there's no need to have 10 piece ps5 anyways and i'm pretty sure one day uh, when like when the new iphone releases and you mm -hmm. go to a store to a store to buy them I'm pretty sure they only sell one a person which i think is how they should do it because no one needs 10 p 10 ps5s there's just no there's not a word that they want 10 ps5 you only need one and maybe Maybe they don't have like the, the butter or something. But. Yeah, after a while they changed it though. You had to like get accounts to do it. Yeah, I just, I, I just feel like they should like limit how many you can sell to someone. Because another, another example that comes to mind to me is some amiibos are big, you know, like, like really big. Yep. Oh uh, man, I remember those. There was, was this one guy that like he hated uh, Rosalina the character like from Mario Rosalina. So in order to make all the Rosalina fans uh, mad who wanted to get the amiibo for Rosalina, he he bought like I think two hundred of them. And just burnt them all and recorded it to make them mad. Like, Why? that's just well, it's just someone. Yeah, he, he's a lot of money <laughs> and he doesn't want to be a dick. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, it's just stupid. I mean, I do to say, that's funny. 
I mean, it's still his choice, but it's like there's no need to do it. Like, like just ruining it for other people. Mm. I look at that and just feel Bad so morals. bewildered, right? Because how can you be that petty? Like, to strongly care about a single video game character. <laughs> to do that, like, literally spend money Skip just to me. make other yeah. people angry. Like, oof. Yeah, I mean, it's just childish behavior. <laughs> like, yeah. You didn't develop in your in your in your life when you still doing this this shit. Oh, and he's dead. Oh, oh boy, I hate to see you, dude. <laughs> First death. First death, dude. We are, we we are almost the zero death gameplay, dude. Hate to see it. I know. See it. Got restart now. I'm sorry. sorry. Oh, I want to write this out on the on the, the mark sheet, dude. And it died once. Yikes. <laughs> I hate to see it. <laughs> Imagine that, but Buns doesn't come back next week. He died once. He died game. once? Yeah. Sorry, boys. <laughs> he messed it up, dude. I'm pretty sure last week on the rise, I didn't die once, dude, so uh, he failed the test, dude. He's not no longer part of the gang. He's no going back to being a janitor. Go <laughs> back to being a janitor. And the light still isn't fixed, by the way. The oh. light still isn't fixed, dude, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, light's still, still broken. Dude, <laughs> it has to be either Baku or Bunny, dude, because Baku lost the bet. And Bunny might become a janitor again, so one of you two has to do it. I mean, Bunny, Bunny's still, you know, on his uh, on on his form, the janitor. You know, he he was just temporarily. I don't, I don't think you get to you, you don't get to choose, dude. I'm pretty sure Chu gets to choose. <laughs> the CEO doesn't dude. get to choose, all right? You lost yeah. the bed, dude. You 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 did this Mario Kart, dude. On three paper, points. I'm I'm main event, dude. Yeah, yeah, he is, he is. <laughs> Also, it's funny because the Mario Kart one is, uh, right now is the the best one we had, dude. So there's mm. so many so many viewers who watch that one, only that one. Dude, they all now think Bunny is the main event because they've only watched that one. <laughs> I, I think we're gonna have to do some Mario Kart again in the future, boys. Oh, I, oh, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed Mario Kart. That was good. That was good. Crashing racing, it helped you. Uh, I don't have Crash Team Racing. You know that. Oh, you <laughs> I'm scared. Dude. He's scared, dude. Just have saying, you both dude. both got it on Switch. Yeah, dude. All right. Dude, I, I used to be a professional casting racing player, dude. I was Whoa, top uh, yeah, 0. 0.2 percent every month, dude, when I did seasons. But then I retired, so, dude. So, which do you think is better, Crash Team Racing or Mario Kart? Gee? Okay. No, dude. I know what he's going for. <laughs> Crash Team Racing is a good game, dude. Mm -hmm. But the items on the game are terrible. So, it's not <laughs> a new player is not going to enjoy it as much as Mario Kart, I would say. And Mario is also just a lot more laid back, dude. So if you want professional card racing game, you should play Crash Team Racing because it's all about skill in that game. If you want to have fun, mm -hmm. you play Mario Kart. Because Crash Team Racing is, uh, I would say, really sweaty gameplay. Because you know the whole drifting, whole drifting mechanic where you save up your boost. So if you want to be competitive, play some Crash Team Racing. If you want to have fun with the boys, Mario Kart for sure. Especially because Crash Team Racing, there's no way you're gonna beat me ever in any race because I'm too good with Mario Kart. Anyone can win. Any three of us can win. That just makes it more fun, in my opinion, because it's chaotic. And I, yeah. I like chaos. And the only reason I played it so much is because of the freaking uh, uh, ranked and the, and the pass. Because every time you run like the thing top five percent, you got a, uh, a, cool a, a car. Yeah, a good car of decal, dude. So I was like, you know what? I don't want to flex it up, dude. Maybe in five years, yeah, I'm gonna go back and be like, yo, look at this, dude. And like, what's that? Professional card racing card of only professionals. Every month, every sticker. Cut them all. Well, that that's the weird thing about Mario Kart 8 is I look at Mario Kart Tour and what they're doing over there, and you mm -hmm. sort of get a bit jealous. Like, 
It, yeah, it, for it sure. seems a little silly, but Mario Kart Tour is doing massive things with the Mario Kart franchise in like mm -hmm. how they're able to just experiment, uh, experiment, experiment, and yeah. expand it. Like they just had the uh, Ninja event, right? Did you see that? Ninja, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's, there's Ninja Shaga, it's a katana, dude. Yeah, yeah. katana, dude. It was dude. so cool. I um, said, uh, <laughs> I said before, Mario Kart Tour is hands down the best Mario Kart ever made, dude. Apart from maybe the pay to win features, uh, even though like at my level, there's only pay to win anyways, and it did change a lot of uh, things to the game where even a free to play player can play it easy because you can get up to 60 gems minimum mm -hmm. every tour, which is uh, well, already 10, uh, one, 10 free pool. You also get six pipes you can get for free if you're just playing a game, and you get a golden uh, from legendary every tour if you complete every race. So you already completed legendary once, which you didn't have at the start. You also get uh, events. Which is also another Mario Kart. So, if you look back at Tracing Racing, I really like the whole store aspect and the challenges they had to unlock stuff. I just mm -hmm. wish Mario Kart 9 was gonna do the same. And Tour is a yeah. lot like that game, but I want them instead of uh, they have now, of course, with the whole gacha system, just make coins a system where the coins you collect during a race, you can buy it in a shop, like characters or, or cars or I don't know, decals. They they or started doing that with eight, didn't they? Where you you when you collect the coins in game yeah. after certain milestones, that's when you unlock new items. Mm -hmm. So it just comes down. We want them to instead of unlocking new items that way, <gasps> you have the base stuff earned from the game, Secondary. like the very normal stuff, and then you get <laughs> event items on top. And yeah. that I think is going to be the next big improvement for. Marika is just straight up being able to have repetition to it because mm -hmm. that game is like Marika 8 Deluxe has not changed since launch. Mm. And oh, except for one thing, they added a Breath of the Wild Link to the game. That's the only change. They added what? Sorry? Breath of the Wild Link. Yeah, they did. It's now a skin. And you can you also play with, with oh, Labo. Right, yep. You can also play with Labo <laughs> if you want to mm. <laughs> for the VR experience. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I I'm with you, dude. Like, uh, I mean, you already, already said in Mario Kart 8 that the system where you uh, got a, a few uh, amount of coins, so you got a, a character or a car. Mm -hmm. But I would, I would prefer having your own store where you can actually choose what you want to buy. And my Mario Kart Tour has so many tracks and just different variations that I hope they're going to do the same in Mario Kart 9, where they just keep adding on to it every month, like maybe one new track. Mm -hmm. Because uh, Tour has so many good uh, good tracks, new tracks. Like uh, the, the world tracks with like uh, yeah. Tokyo, London. Uh, they're gonna have uh, Sydney soon next week, so hype. Of course, the Ninja track, I don't know if you played it yourself, but that does not look like a uh, Mario Kart Tour track because, you know, at the launch, you only had really easy tracks like SNES and Yeah, NES that tracks. was like a fully fleshed out, like yeah. that yeah. felt it could be a Mario Kart 8, that's all. Easily, because it, it had multiple different routes, you had, uh, it was crazy. So I'm just hoping that this is kind of like, I guess, a tease, and I'm hoping it's gonna have mm -hmm. like a maybe a World Cup into the next Mario Kart, but they also have uh, Tour World Cups things. Like, like you, you can play just uh, World, uh, World Tracks if you want. Well, yeah, off the back of that, could you imagine that could be the Mario Kart... Story mode. <gasps> yeah, like some sort of weird... Because it's a spin-off game, so it doesn't need mm -hmm. to be one-to-one, -one, oh, this is the lore, because, heck, you've got all the different characters. But the yeah. whole point of Mario Kart 9 is that Mario Kart is like seeping on over into the real world. So that's why you're getting London, you're getting Sydney. Mm -hmm. And it's, I, I don't know, you put little, uh, you know, Miyamoto in there or whatever, trying to, 
um, like hype up. Oh, uh, Mario's here now, and you're putting on a yeah. real world tour and all that. You could have yeah. all the cross brand sort of stuff with, uh, you know, they did with Mercedes for their cars getting mm -hmm. in there. It would just be such a good time. The only thing I wouldn't want is the warp pipes. The yeah, 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 yeah. I'm saying, like, don't get your boxes because I, I, yeah. I don't think they were because they, they don't really have history yet. Apart from Xenoblade uh, 2, where they kind of have it, but it's still free. Like, it's not actual money. Mm. But like, like I said, instead of doing that, just add a shop or like add challenges to hard to get characters, you know? Like, I don't know. Because uh, they have Nabbit into the game now as well. Or, or King Bob-omb. Like, make him a character that you get for if you do a certain challenge, right? You get 10 Bob-omb hits in one race or something. Yeah. Like, do cool stuff with it. So people that, see or you're being Even good. then, just you have like, and I don't want to see two different currencies. Like you get mm -hmm. like uh, in yeah, Mario Kart money. Tour, it's, money. it's money, it's the coins and then the rubies, yeah. right? You just want mm -hmm. regular coins. And so the purchasing aspect, you could buy more coins. That's mm -hmm. just so that you don't have to play the game as much. If, if you're someone that, I don't know, plays Mario Kart, yeah. you've stopped and then suddenly you've heard, you know, uh, King bob coming in. Mm -hmm. He's going to be next, uh, you know, character you can buy from the shop. And you're like, oh, hell, I, I want him. So, But yeah. you, haven't, you haven't saved up the coins. You can just then go buy, I don't know, 500 coins for a fiver. That's mm -hmm. his cost. And then you instantly get him. Yeah. And it pulls I mean, you back into the game. Pretty much the same as Crushing Racing. And mm. I think Crushing Racing did it perfectly how they handle it. Like, it's better to do it. Like, if you want to play, you play it. And if you uh, really... If you really need the money and you have money for for it, then you just buy the currency with your real money if you want to. And I, I think I think also be epic if they added uh, the pointing system for Mario Kart Tour, just like an extra added bonus, like maybe a challenge or something, and the uh, skins for characters. Because in Mario Kart Tour, so many different skins to characters, you can easily put them over to Mario Kart Nine, where you can just change your skin if you really want to. Because so like, I don't know. My only problem with the point system for Tour is mm -hmm. that. I don't like how it dissuades from coming first as such because yeah. you've got to do all the extra stuff. But I, I mean, do like that you get more coins off the back of it. So that that's more why I'm saying I give it a different, different game mode. Like just do a mm -hmm. point game mode where because it, it, it is really competitive playing ranked every uh, two weeks to get the highest score. Like I don't think it should be in a normal game, but if you want to, kind of yeah. like a, t a, a time trial mode. This is like the point mode where you want to get as many points as possible can get in the race. And then yeah. I also think every car and, and character should all be balanced. Like there shouldn't be a really big difference in how many points you get from a certain character. Because that kind of takes away from the fact of playing your favorite character. Because, you know, you want to play a certain character, but you can't because you want this character for the most amount of points, which I think is cringe. And I'm pretty sure uh, so, so did uh, Christian Racing because they changed it. But you can play any character with any speed you want. Mm. Because you first had heavies and stuff, and like maybe you prefer playing a, a, a worse character, but you can't because you, know, you want to win. <laughs> so mm. they change it so you can play any character with any uh, playstyle you want, which I think is the better option. Well, I can and remember. Of course, yeah. it, would, it would also give coins uh, a much bigger point to the game because now you collect 10 coins, that's it. You know, you reach the, the full speed in Mario Kart. But imagine if they count towards your, uh, like your, your balance, your game balance. Like collecting coins is actually something you want to do. Because mm. currently in like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, like collecting coins is good because it does speed you up, but it's yeah. not significant enough to really go out of your way, mm -hmm. isn't it? It's also so, annoying when you get a coin when you're in first place and 
then at least you get something out of it. <laughs> then, you have, then you get coins. I guess. Oh, damn, Hopefully, it's dude. Bonnie is pressing a player, only died twice. Wait, twice? What? Dude, <laughs> listen, dude. It was because of the parkour. <laughs> was Bakko's fault, dude? Alright, no, I said parkour, dude. Parkour. Nah, nah, I'm not blaming Bakko. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> you would never, dude. <laughs> but you, you're dude. talking about professional players. One thing I would love to see is Nintendo start embracing esports properly. You, you get Splatoon and Smash Brothers every uh, E3, and yeah. that, that's one thing we, we will go on to, because E3 now confirmed. Um, but I want to see, like, Mario Kart esports would be incredible. And the possibility, could you imagine team-based Mario Kart? Like, where you've got... I, I don't know however they want to do it, but quite a lot online, you know, in the Wii U mm -hmm. sort of community... Uh, not the Wii U community, sorry, the Wii communities... Because Mario Kart Wii is still like one of the most heavily played because of the modding to yeah. it. Like where they do teams of four and they've got it so you can have 16 uh, races on the track. So you have multiple teams racing at the same time. That would be so dope to see in modern Mario Kart. Instead mm -hmm. of just like single player. Because I love team aspects. I'm For me, when I'm looking at esports, I'm not too big of like the one-on-one. -on -one. Like mm -hmm. Smash I can get into... But could you imagine Smash Brothers where it was like a 4v4 scenario and it's one team versus another? Because then you've got so much added strategy to it. Nah, I feel like Smash 4 would be terrible, dude. I feel like they should keep it a 2v2 with sort of thing. Because 4v4 is just too hectic and it's not fun. Same would be with I mean, they keep it 1v1 right now so that there's no sort of RNG. And to be honest, don't go messing with a format that already works. Yeah. Um, but I'm just saying, like, for Mario Kart, like, instead of, could you imagine, instead of it being, how many races do you get at the moment on a track? 16? Or 12? I think it's what? 12. Uh, 12, yeah. Yeah, 12. but you you would imagine in the next upgrade, uh, update, or the next game, they would go to 16, because that's, like, logical progression. But I don't know, you... Maybe? I don't know. It might be too they, many. If they want, uh, yeah, I, I feel like they won't, they won't need it anymore, because I think they, they know 12 is still... Anyways, I don't think they need any more than 12, to be honest. Well, at, at least in, like, so 12 if you're playing single player, 16 online could be a thing, or you <laughs> have the option in private lobbies to go to 16. Oh, yeah, it, it, probably an exit option, I guess. Same with uh, Smash with eight people, just like some wacky option, I guess. Like, yeah. not the main game mode because it doesn't seem functional, in my opinion. <laughs> I think 12 is more than enough. But I'm just saying, like, to, I, I would much rather have team-based Mario Kart esports yeah. instead of just uh, 12 different players in the same, like, lobby. I guess mm -hmm. it'd be quite cool for a championship. Or you could... Because I, I just think, like, the strategy of working off one another is that you're going for your combined score rather yeah. than just singular. Because you got to think, it's much cooler if a team, like, works together and gets second, third fifth and sixth mm -hmm. they're going to score more points than coming first uh fourth and then seventh and eighth for example if you're doing two teams because mm -hmm. they've had to work together to ultimately 
work out that strategy. The guy who's come first has done a fantastic job and has put in the weight for his team, but he could have just got, you know, ahead early and that's it. He's just run away with it. Like, you get currently in Mario Kart, don't you? You know, whoever's yeah. first at the end of lap one tends to have already run it, uh, won it because he's not including in the fight. He's just holding a banana out back and he's safe. <laughs> yeah, which happens, Monka Monka. Which yep. shells run friendships. Which shells can happen. That, that's why if you're in first and you're holding on to the, uh, what's it, the speaker. Super horn. Like, super horn. Like, that, that's just, nothing's touching you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, maybe they should do like F1, dude, where you have like, you have, you do have teammates, but you're not really actually team teammates. You still play for yourself, kind of. Yeah. Because okay. you still want to have the highest score. Because I feel like having um, big teams, like teams of four, in this format would be kind of boring because you I can already see one team completely wrecking the other team. Which is usually not fun to watch. Yeah. But who knows? It could be fun. I, I don't know. I'm not a visionary. Mm. I think as well, like, because the interesting part and why Nintendo hasn't really got into esports and the only reason they've ever done it sort of with E3 and all of that is mm -hmm. esports at the end there is just marketing. You know? It's yeah. either to promote and keep a game alive or for sponsors to get involved, like how Intel always supports ESL in their tournaments like Counter-Strike and all that, whatever. And Nintendo doesn't see making profit out of esports because it's always at a loss. Because, mm -hmm. that, like I said, it's marketing. So I don't... I, Nintendo just doesn't have any interest in it, do they? That's, well, uh, I also don't think it's really their uh, way of playing games is being competitive. Like, it seems that they prefer just having fun. Like, play, playing for fun and not competitively. Like, as you can see, Smash Bros, because they had all those items, of course. Like, I think they really want you to have fun with it. And people will make it competitive this happens anyways, because people are just competitive. But I don't think that's their main option. Because I'm pretty sure the biggest prize pool ever, as far as I know, was $5 for, uh, like, was Splatoon tournament or something. So. Uh, it's funny what because it for... I'm trying to think. It was Splatoon Worlds, yeah. Uh, it was something really small, and it's funny because uh, when they showed the Switch for the first time, they showed like this whole uh, Splatoon yeah. uh, thing, and everyone like, was so hyped, but then team, yeah, never happened. That never that happened. really <laughs> hurt me because when I saw that, like you guys know how hyped I was because that that was truly mm -hmm. a moment for me, like coming from my background where I was like, oh my god, this is going to be dope. I've tried casting Splatoon too esports and it is super hard but the way yeah, those guys hard, look into splatoon is insane splatoon could seriously be one of the biggest esports because it's pg you know the biggest problem mm -hmm. with cod csgo is that it is purely an adult only audience it, why do you think fortnite has taken off so much not only is it so child friendly and we it's got fortnite. you know all stories around it but they've just done it right for accessibility and fun alongside competitiveness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, sure. I mean, I mean, it, it may be a little bit hard to know, know what's going on, which is also usually a bad thing. The only sport like you want to know what's going on when you watch something. Mm -hmm. Which is why Rocket League is probably pretty big because you know you can see everything's going on. It's not really hard to understand. It's hard to do what they're doing, but it's not hard to understand what they're doing. Yeah. Maybe something's a bit too chaotic for uh, people to understand. But still, it would still be cool to see. Like, have you guys actually... So I haven't played Fortnite since launch and I played like two games, but have you seen what modern Fortnite looks like? No. Yes. It is terrible. 
You think it's terrible? It's yes. Because I, I, I think the majority agrees as well. By the way, because I see a lot of people always uh, complaining about new Fortnite, even though I don't know the difference. But uh, it is a really big uh, so, thing you see. Because you've got stuff like bots and that now running around in your online lobbies, <laughs> don't you? Um, funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure. About that. I'm pretty sure I know they, they, they've been there for a while now. Though. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying <laughs> Season two. for. Older players and whatnot, because that's where you're going to get your like feedback from, Chew, you know? Mm -hmm. That's terrible, because you, you, you won only that's competitive terrible. games, because bots are basically free kills. But yeah. for younger kids who you got to think Fortnite is largely aimed at, that's good because they're going to be able to take down a bot no issue. Like, that's playing the game on easy mode. And so it works really well for them. But also having actual players in the lobby means that they're probably not going to win at the end, but they're going to be able to get far and get that. Give them hope. And oh, then I finished top 10, you know, even though hope, there's 10 coffee, players you know. in the lobby. Yeah. <laughs> and then crush their dreams. <laughs> like, 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 like wow, look, I got 20 <laughs> kills. I mean, the same with PUBG Mobile, dude. I played for the first time. Hey, it was you, but you were, you were coming over to my house. You were playing yeah, PUBG yeah, Mobile. Yeah. And I was popping off, dude, 20 kills. Then we found out it was just a boss. Like, oh, this is kind of boring, cringe. <laughs> and start the game. Like, it doesn't feel good when you, when you know it's bots, you know, it just doesn't feel as good as when you're playing actual people. That's because you're coming in with an older mindset. Like I said, for kids, they they don't consider bots to be any different. They they got 20 kills and that's awesome. Thank you. Know, because it's a great number. It's big. <laughs> I guess, dude. But uh, like I said, uh, Fortnite did a really good job of uh, appealing to both audiences. Mm. That's probably about the biggest, uh, well, maybe not anymore, but the biggest game that there ever was, probably. Especially with the hype. It's bigger than PUBG. PUBG was the biggest one on Steam, I think, with 3 million at the same time. So. Mm. And Fortnite? It's just crazy with the collabs it gets. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's all it has nowadays. It's collapsed. It's all it has mm. nowadays. Nothing else. <laughs> dude, they have Walking Dead in there. Like, why? Why is Walking Dead in Fortnite, dude? They have just added uh, Aloy from uh, Horizon Zero Dawn in there. <laughs> why, dude? Uh, they've got Tomb Raider in there right now. Lara Croft. Yeah. Uh, you've so got all, of course, all the Avengers have been in there time and time again. And they, like, Star play Wars. parts of the story. Star Wars, yeah. And... I think that's really cool. Like, I, again, don't play for, uh, Fortnite, but just from the outside looking in, you can't help but just say, mm -hmm. that's really cool what they're doing with it and trying to have this whole world where that actually makes sense because it's all parallel dimensions or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's just really good for marketing, getting kids involved in these brands, you know, because straight up being like oh iron man's in this that's cool if the kids has played yeah. fortnite but never seen a marvel film for whatever reason they're like oh iron man he's in fortnite let's watch that film so it works great for marvel but at the same time you've got say the dad there that's trying to connect with his kid and he knows iron man because he's in that marvel film so he can actually talk to his kid mm -hmm. about that and not instantly look in from the outside and be completely confused about what's going on in this game so i think just the accessibility and the casual aspect to fortnite is crazy good you can hate on it and people are always going to hate on it because it, it's Hating such a popular cool. game people it, it's cool to hate on it right 
but yeah. Fortnite is insane in what it's done and it's really mm -hmm. propelled the gaming industry to the point that Epic Games is now just massive. They've just got a 1 billion round of investment into them with 200 million coming from Sony themselves. I mean, I do think that's uh, probably the, the main complaint is that they're probably adding too much to the game. Like, it doesn't just feel the same anymore and people like now the old school, simple for that, over the crazy, you can do so much shit Fortnite. Yeah, definitely. That um, hurt you, the uh, eSport the competitive aspect to it. Because uh, knowing guys are in that, that you know, yeah. you're in the middle of the tournament, like just say a week-long tournament and Fortnite updates in the middle of it. <laughs> so everything changes, all the guns, the meta yeah. and that changes. And of course, there's no like test servers for that as such. Um, so that that's where competitive integrity goes down the drain. Mm -hmm. But that's because they just don't care about that because... The esports side of things, the competitive side, is second to their casual audience, which is massive for Fortnite. And you, you just yeah. got to live with that, you know. Yeah, I mean, it also makes sense why the game is, I'd say, dying a lot more. I mean, of course, the game's gonna die. It's not, not gonna be the same popularity, except for Minecraft for some reason, which came back over and over again. <laughs> but still, I feel like. The, the main comp complaint and with a lot of players like Bonnie used to play uh, as well during old Fortnite but ever since I guess season uh, 2.0 the, the whole black hole thing mm -hmm. it seems they added so much they added too much on their plate pretty much just too much stuff that kind of uh, takes away from the core gameplay and I think if Fortnite ever was going to make like a single player mode or something else like adventure mode or whatever I feel like they could actually make a really good game I think for better reality, it's kind save of save the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It, it died. The world was bring, there, man. Bring the zombies back. Like something like that, dude. I think it'd be a good game, but I feel like better reality right now is kind of. Uh, it's not really better reality anymore. It just seems a bit too crazy to be better reality. Mm. Yeah, I... Then again, then again, I'm also the player, so. I, 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 don't I think Fortnite's just Warzone, dude. like Fortnite's incredible because with each of these updates, like character updates, they bring players back. And you're forgetting how old Fortnite is now. It's been around for, what, three years? Mm -hmm. Which, yeah, no, for no. a game to be, I think, I don't have, I can't confirm the number, but I think it is still the biggest game, you know, after three years. That's crazy. And it, it's to the point of, you've got kids that will only play Fortnite, that don't play <laughs> yeah, any dude. other game. We which, like Fortnite, we like Fortnite. Yeah, I was... <laughs> yeah which is incredible. At one point, because I know coming from the Rocket League community, there are kids that only play Rocket League and get absolutely burnt out and will, in a way, I absolutely hate them for using the term, but like depressed about this game because it's got no new stuff. It's getting boring, all of that sort of thing. But they put all these hours into it that it's almost a waste to go away and play something else because they're looking to go pro or whatever. Mm-hmm. Fortnite doesn't have that problem because there's always something new each and every I, I say month but it seems to be like three weeks yeah, or but so you'll get new I, stuff in then again it's not because they're playing because they want to be professional probably because like I said professional expert is kind of dying out they're just doing it because they're having fun yeah and with Rock League lots of people are trying to get professional so like they put a lot of hours into it to master the game to actually become professional and I feel like before Fortnite it's getting less and less now because you know, we're getting so much stuff that is more to have fun than to actually uh, become good. Oh, 
I've got a good question for Bunny in a second about this, uh, linking yeah. more to Court Duty. But I was just going to say, Rocket League, the problem is that as soon as you start playing it, you can see yourself get better. Like with real football, with a real skill. Rocket League lends itself to the grind because you can see yourself improve. And when you get to higher ranks, where that improvement is going to slow down and become a lot more nuanced, then mm -hmm. it can start to feel very sluggish and that's when it starts to hurt. But at the start, it's a euphoria sort of like kick too. With Fortnite, you don't get that so much. And I guess, Bunny, I'm asking you this because it's got to be the same for Call of Duty, I think, where you have moments where you pop off and that's the euphoria kick. That's the adrenaline you get is when you get a sick sequence of kills, like, you know, a 20 kill streak. That's insane. But yeah. you don't see yourself really improve at the game as much, do you? Well, I mean, when I first started playing God of War Zone, I was trash. I mean, my KD was 0 0.2 or something like that. But I kept like playing this. and playing and I, I went to 1.5. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I did get better, but, you know, uh, it's, yeah, Warzone is pretty much the same, you know, it's the same thing as Fortnite. Mm -hmm. It's not as, uh, as great anymore as it used to be. Also, with Fortnite, the skills are about building, wasn't it? And not about well, actual yeah, gunplay. Yeah, definitely. Both. If yeah, you're going to so... be honest, the gunplay in Fortnite, if there's anyone out there who's saying that is, <laughs> that it's hard, hey, man. Yeah, but I mean, you've like so... never played a shooter before. Yeah, so I feel like, no, like being talking about, you do see yourself going better at building because building yeah, is a big course, aspect. Yeah, of course. If you get playing, so, you, you yeah. definitely get better at building. But that, yeah, it was so pretty much the main part events. of the game. Yeah, that's the main event of the game. Yeah. And like, I, I don't know how it is now, but uh, that cards and stuff, it seems building is a little bit uh, less of a thing to go for it because you can you probably easily destroy uh, your build with a car if you drive into it, I assume. Well, and plays and stuff like there's so much shit. yeah i don't even know what all the stuff they're adding, dude, but i just sometimes see a snippet and i'm like wait you have planes now dude the only thing uh, I they have see, a zip line dude. yeah i look on tiktok dude the only thing i'm seeing is that when you see someone there's a fortress you know one one second <laughs> there's a fortress dude there's no chance you're getting in there anymore you need to be able to mm -hmm. build in that game to even mm -hmm. get the kills anymore i'm saying dude tap g will beat fortnite in popularity dude Totally accurate battlegrounds. He's stating it right <laughs> now. Oh, it's gonna happen, dude. <laughs> totally accurate battlegrounds. But Megan, you just hate it because you're too serious about gaming, dude. You need to relax. Oh, no, like, I, I loved, time. I love Tab G because it's so silly and stupid. But it's never gonna beat Fortnite. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> it's more fun, dude. Hey, man, he can dream. Hey, yeah, dude, let me dream. In my opinion, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Right. Talking about dreaming, dude. Uh, With dream. Are we getting a wit dream uh, E3 uh, <laughs> oh. prediction, dude? We well, could we could do an E3 prediction in a podcast in the future. Why not, dude? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna say because I'm looking at the time. We'll leave E3 for yeah, next yeah. week, boys. Because it's be, well, then later on, dude, when it's more closer, I would say to the actual you event. Okay. I feel like it's better uh, during June, somewhere, dude. Somewhere in June, because it started June 19th, right? Something. I. Tenth. No, I thought it was closer to like June. Yeah. 10th, 12th, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's going to be an interesting one to see what they do. They went back, mm -hmm. you know, on the whole um, paying for content because we announced that uh, last week where it's like, oh, they're looking to have like a content pass and they've now gone back on that saying, nope, we're not going to do that. But oh. that could be a thing in the future. Oh. Um, 
They they just want to get out what a virtual E3 is going to be like this time around, and it might be a case that they keep with virtual E3s in the future. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Because we we don't know what the world is going to be like uh, next year, do we? Like we might be all we fine do. with uh, like, like this, dude. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is going to be the world after COVID. What Bunny said. I think it's going to be like this. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like this. Yeah, You're looking at the gameplay right now. <laughs> this is uh, a world 2022. Can, can, you, can you go look out into the world? Like, give us a nice little uh, spacescape to look at? Or... Lots of fire. Right. Um, <laughs> you're asking a lot of me right here. That, no, that's I, actually... I think... That's just really not... Like, somewhat pretty. I love spacescapes, you know? Yeah, it, it's pretty, you know? All those devil signs. It's really pretty. Yeah, it is pretty. <laughs> right. Oh, here you sick. go. There you go. The world. Oh, is that the month of COVID or something, dude? Is it like yeah, 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 yeah. The, much, uh... the North Pole is just fucked right now. That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Main event. <laughs> Why? That's where we are, dude. No, Whoa, no. <laughs> yeah, I hate to see it. Alright. Rip. Okay, boys. I think we should probably try and wrap it up here. I mean, we the light's not flickering this week. We've got it just nice and bright. So this is probably like a it? good safe point to get everyone out, right? Oh, they can fix it. Good job, Bigger. You fixed it. Thank you. To be honest, I'm going to look at the scorecard for next week. And, and I've seen a few deaths. So we'll, we'll see if Bunny's back next week, dude. But it's going to be... We'll it's going to be a third death to the list. <laughs> no, All right. Oh, okay. Write it down. Better be careful, buddy. Yeah. Where are you meant to go from here? Like, oh, okay. right there. This is gonna be a cliffhanger, dude. We'll probably be back next week. You have to watch or listen <laughs> next week. Know, no, no, he's back. <laughs> That's it. So, a big thank you to everyone for tuning on in. We love each and every one of you, of course. I love talking alongside you, Bracker, back here in the commentary booth. And, Bunny, you're pretty Hello. good yourself, dude. Don't, don't thank you, dude. Much maybe, maybe come back. You never know. Maybe we'll come back next week. We'll maybe. Just maybe. If you, of course, loved listening to us, make sure to drop a follow over on YouTube, over on Spotify, Anchor FM, wherever you get your podcast, because we've got so many different places. Make sure to drop a follow there so that we can get the response and, you know, branch out to some others, spread mm -hmm. the love and all of that. But until next time, until next Tuesday, stay safe and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.